Other banks go out of their way to make redeeming credit card rewards needlessly complicated, like how they require minimums or force you to use your rewards before reaching some arbitrary expiration date. But Discover isn't like that. With Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount, at any time. So you'll never have to jump through hoops. Unless you're like a trapezist, then by all means, go right ahead. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm Pamela Clark, founder and director of the New Heights Educational Group. And I'm here with David Smith, the founder of Silicon Valley High School, who has helped us get these podcasts produced and delivered to you. Yes, Pamela, when we saw the great things that you and your army of volunteers were achieving at New Heights, we wanted to get involved. We're happy to work with you to leverage the internet and make quality education accessible and affordable to everyone, everywhere. Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. This is Sadia Igaz, your co-host, and welcome to New Heights Educational Radio Show. Um, today's show will be about tips for teaching and engaging students in history. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. During this show, we are going to discuss ways to motivate students in history. We will do little tips and some for each uh, family by school attended. Um, Pamela will now share some information about the topic. Thank you. Um, also, I wanted to give a little bit of an update. Um, my the phone number given earlier in the show. That's my my you know work phone number. The the number to call in for people to talk to us on air, which we'd love for them to do, is three four seven six three three nine two two five three four seven six three three nine two two five. So please um, call in anytime and ask questions. Um, also, um, Peggy Locked and um, Dawn Smith were the ones that stepped out of the board, and um, I would just like to personally say that you know it's been a, a wonderful five years, and I so value um, all the growth that they helped us achieve and all their their words of wisdom um, to me over the years and. Um, their continued support. Um, okay, so back to the the history. Uh, as most people know, I was a homeschool mom of 13 years, and I've heard a lot of students say that they don't like history at all. And I personally don't understand this because it's my favorite subject. History is so full of fun and excitement and intrigue and love and hate and compassion, people overcoming challenges and so much more. Um, now, I personally am a person of faith, and I believe that our Bible is the greatest source of our history. And I know a lot of people aren't of 
of faith, and that's fine, but I need to throw that in there because I believe that. And um, I also truly believe that students should be included in learning and, and personalizing it for the students. Um, and I know that a very important part of um, my children's education was also learning about their own family and, um, you know, through genealogy and their own family's journeys to this country. And um, so we explored that a lot. And we not only talked about, you know, the names and, and the people and but we also tracked the places. What was going on in the area when they arrived in America? You know, how did they arrive? Why did they come? We tracked every step of the way, and and it's very inspiring. I've taught class a class one class at um, one of the Christian schools in Defiance, and I spoke to the students there about genealogy and and uh, children can very easily get very engaged and you can learn so much about yourself and the students if they feel like you know they're connected to history they'll want to learn about it because it's not about just you know one certain part of time but how did that time influence their lives what they have in their lives today what has been given to them if if they don't have any kind of connection then they're not going to enjoy it so I could go on and on about genealogy because it's a true passion for me. But um, if, you know, if people are more interested in learning about genealogy, that is something that we offer at New Heights. We actually have a website, an extension, um, and I'd like to, to even include it in New Heights more on a regular basis in the future. But um, our website is affordablegenealogy.weebly.com. And um, I know from teaching my own children, their ancestry, um, I come from many, many, you know, educators, um, pioneers, and I feel like that's a very big part of my life. But I also come from a lot of artists, and I love to, to draw and paint. And um, so I found that within myself. My kids have found a lot of comparisons in their own family with their interests and, and the things that they love to do. So, and, and everybody I talk to that actually gives this a try, they say the same thing. And um, they're like, oh, I wondered why I was, you know, had an interest in that. Or I wondered if there was somebody else in my family like that. And it really, it also pushes the individual to be more um, willing to help in their communities. Because if they value their own history, their own family's history, they're usually more giving and understanding of others. That's just my personal opinion, but I have seen it, you know, uh, repeated many times. Take American history. Um, there's so much struggle, sacrifice, and overcoming such great obstacles. I truly believe that when you ask a student what they would like to learn, that they will enjoy it much more. And that even takes us out of genealogy. I know that when, when my kids were in middle school, I would ask them, you know, when I was preparing the books for the next year, for the courses, I would say, you know, what would you like to learn about? And sometimes they would say Egyptian history, and we do that for part of the year, or, or um, 
you know, Britain, whatever. They, I would let them choose a lot of times. And um, we had a lot of success because then they wanted to learn about history because they had a say in what they were learning. Um now, when you homeschool in high school, you do have requirements, but you have much more freedom than the public or charter schools. And when you're in elementary school, you can really choose to explore any topic of history history that your child may be interested in. Um, we will cover what state law requires for your history and high school credits in a moment. Uh, homeschool high schoolers are not required to take any graduation test of any kind, um, and they they don't have the same requirements as the uh, public and charter school students. But at the same time, I mean, for me personally, I I liked that as a guide because I wanted to push myself and and my kids to not only um, you know do what was required, but also go way above that. Um, uh, of what was required. Now, the charter schools, in my opinion, um, they offer a variety of history classes to choose from, much more than the traditional public schools. And I do have a course catalog with just chosen from a charter school that I have some experience with. And um, I'm not going to say the name of that charter school, but. Uh, one of the the courses you can choose from, or some of the courses, I'm just going to na- go through the names, is American History, American Government, World History, 1960s, Sociology, Personal Finance, American Civil War, History of Rock and Roll, and, hold on a second, Civics and Psychology um, are some of what just one of the charter schools offer. Now, I tried to find what our public school locally offers, but they don't have that online, unfortunately, for me to share that with you. But I I know from experience that it's not as many as what the charter school does. Not that I'm trying to push the charter school, but I'm just trying to give people a little bit of information. But you can also tell from that list that this can give you ideas, if you're a homeschooler, of what you can do. I mean, if they do 1960s, one, you could do 1970s. If they do the history of rock and roll, you could do the history of rock and roll. Now, um, and it just kind of goes from there. Um, Also, we have, like I said, the um, state requirements. And this is just for history. Um, In the state of Ohio, they're required to complete in high school three units of social studies. And uh, social studies units must include a half a unit of American history and a half a unit of American government. And that's, you know, out of your four years of high school. So that's... That is not um that really doesn't take that much time you could complete that you know in a year or two if if that, and then you're really free in high school to for your student and yourself to explore whatever part of history you want um to get to your other three units that you need. Um, Some of those could even go under your five units of electives after you get your three units in social studies. So uh, keep that in mind, too. Uh, Your graduation test requirements for 
your charter and public school kids, um, you know, for students who need to pass a high graduation test, notify students and parents should, should um, you know, the importance of earning a diploma, excuse me, need to meet both testing and curriculum requirements to earn the diploma. Any additional local graduation requirements? Okay, this is all from the education.ohio.gov site, so you can find all that right on there. And they have a list of all the criteria that you will possibly need for that. Uh, let's see. Now, Back to the public school, um, I know that from, you know, talking to different students that a lot of times they are not, I guess that's where most of the kids really don't like history um, is when they're in the public school. But, I mean, I can kind of see why personally because, you know, there's a classroom of 30 and they really don't have time to personalize it or slow it down for students that just maybe stuck in only reading and they kind of sometimes take turns reading a lot of stuff and the kid just kind of, you know, it just is kind of boring sometimes. But um, it, it also depends on your history teacher. I was in the public school and my history teacher was the best teacher I think I ever had. He was fabulous. He really made history come alive. So, again, it's the class you're in, the teacher you have, but if you're a homeschooler, you can make that happen for your students. So um, we also offer history classes and our enrichment day classes with New Heights, and we really bring those alive too. So we would urge people to try to come aboard and um, take part in those. Caden, you had something to share. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully-accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Oh, yes, I was just saying that... Um uh, being in uh, like a charter school or um, a regular public school is definitely a bit different. And some I know I'm a high schooler myself. Um, definitely, it depends on teachers and um, what their cu curriculum is, and it, they can choose to make it a bit fun. Or it, I actually actually this year um, had social studies honors, and um, my teacher was a bit well. She was a strict teacher, and she was um, a bit uh, to herself, like she would just give out assignments and she would tell us what we're learning. And um, but she wasn't the, that type of a person or the teacher that would like you know interact other than about education. And uh, <laughs> well, it was not that fun of a class, and most of the students would like not like. But I bet if we had a funder teacher, um, the teach the students would like definitely also um, you know. Uh, also involve themselves in what they need to do. Yeah, so, you're in Washington. Uh, right. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah, so, yeah, I just wanted people to, you know, you're in a different state, but it's like mm -hmm. that everywhere. I am just wanted people to know where you're talking about so we're not, you know what I mean, 
or I'm not, you know, I'm in defiance. People might like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> so, right. I'm in the state of Washington, so it's a bit different. Uh, we have a bit of different requirements, but, uh, you know, it's about the same for, like, uh, social studies. We definitely have, like, four years of that. So it's, like, a, a requirement, and it's good <laughs> for colleges and universities. So. Uh, the, right. following information, mm-hmm. uh, the following information was taken from a movie called Born Yesterday. It came out in 1993. It had Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson and John Goodman as its star. Um, also, just a minute Pamela, would you like to say anything? Yeah, um, I'm going to try to share a YouTube video from the movie, and it's just a little over a couple minutes long, but it's about the Constitution, and and they had made a song out of the Constitution to help people learn the Constitution. I thought it was really neat. We're going to share that one, and then we're going to share another one. We weren't able to demo this before because we're live on the air, so um, hopefully everyone can hear this. So I'm just I'm going to start it right now. And now, Senate Family Singers with the 12 interesting amendments. Up number
Did you hear that? Wow, that was definitely a bit catchy. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious, personally. Now, I have another one, too, that's just like that, and um, it's like from the – it's amendments to the Constitution to the tune of Polly Wally Doodle. <laughs> I thought they were both entertaining, and I wanted to share them both. And um, I know that from The Born Yesterday, that was from a movie, and some people were like, well, they kind of blah, blah, blah. You know, some people didn't like it. So I thought, well, I'll, show, I'll share two versions, and, um, you know, we'll go from there. These are both on YouTube, easy to find. Okay. So here we go. We'll try again. There are 27 amendments to the U.S. Constitution. One, the freedom of religion, press, and expression. The Second Amendment, the right to bear arms. The Third Amendment, quartering of soldiers. Number four, no search and seizure, unlawfully. The Fifth Amendment, rules for trial and punishment. The Sixth Amendment, right to a speedy trial. Number seven, right to a trial by jury. Number eight, no cruel and unusual punishment. The Ninth Amendment, enumerated rights. Number ten, the powers of the, of the states and the people. These first ten amendments are known as the Bill of Rights. Eleven, setting judicial limits. Twelve rules for presidential election. Thirteenth Amendment abolished slavery. Fourteen, the rights of citizenship. Fifteen, suffrage for all races. Sixteen, the federal income tax. Seventeen, senators elected by the popular vote. Eighteen, abolished liquor. Number 19, suffrage for women, 20, setting term limits, 21, repeal the 18th, 22nd, only two terms for each president, 23, letting Washington, D.C., vote for the president, 24, abolish poll tax, 25, presidential disability and succession. 26, 18-year-olds can vote. 27, limiting congressional pay increases. The last amendment was ratified in 1992. <laughs> I don't know if uh, I think they've that made some, uh, other ratifications like since 92 now, but... I don't know. What did you think, Sadia? Uh, I thought uh, I liked the tune, and it was definitely a bit. I'm sorry. Um, the tune of the song. It was uh, nice. <laughs> and these are great to like sorry. memorize before a test. You're kind of breaking <laughs> up. <laughs> um, Maybe we overwhelmed the system. <laughs> it's uh, really good, and these catchy songs are good. You're breaking up really bad. Test during school. Sadia, I think we might have lost. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, uh, thanks 
the next week's show will be on tips for teaching and engaging. I think we've lost Sadia. I don't yes, know if um, anyone else can hear. Um, next week's show is on tips for teaching and engaging students in science. And I won't be able to be here. Hopefully, Caden will be back, and Sadio will be able um, to be your your co-host or host mm-hmm. for next week. Thank you all yes. for listening, and have Definitely. a wonderful and safe weekend. I hope you enjoyed the clips. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.